comedian Paul Rubens plays a man, playing a child, playing a man, playing a... We checked out Kiwi's big adventure to find out how good was he. Welcome back to HGWI, also known as How Good Was It? We are back. It seems like we haven't been together in a long time, but actually for you, the audience, it's only been about a week, I guess. That's my cue to introduce my compadres in crime. Hello, Joe AP. Hello, hello. And welcome back to Mr. Hecathorn, Scott who was away in his Alaskan getaway. Welcome Alaskan back, getaway. bro. Hey, good to see you, Jim. Yeah, glad to have you back, man. We missed you. It's been weird. We I, I went through a, a kind of a withdrawal period. I, I'm so <laughs> used to doing this once, twice, three times a week. Not doing it for like over two weeks was actually a little eerie. And uh, if I sound rusty, peoples, it, it's, that's the reason. You could blame Mr. Alaskan Tundra over here. Well, yeah, I mean, I was like out, off the grid in Alaska, like on that uh, ship, you get like, I didn't buy the Wi-Fi package. I, I'm cheap. I'm not going to pay like 200 bucks for Wi-Fi. Well, and, the idea um, is to get away. So. Yeah. And a lot of those places didn't have anything. So I, I was just like reading books. I, I became a sauna guy. I became a spa guy. Are you guys uh, a spa guys? Do you guys like jacuzzis or uh, saunas or steam rooms? Sauna. I am yeah. definitely a sauna man, man. I prefer yeah, sauna. Uh, Ah, oh, love a sauna. I could spend mm. days in a freaking sauna and just cook myself till I'm well baked. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I like, like I love a sauna. That sounds awesome, though. It sounds oh. like you had a good time. I became a sauna guy. You know, I've never really got into it before. Maybe did a sauna once in my life. And uh, I got the sauna package and I went every day and I did like some infrared sauna and uh, I did a like a steam room that had a eucalyptus in it. And Whoa. I did a cold bath, a cold plunge every day. Wow. I became a different guy. I, I became bougie while I, while I was on vacation. Nice. Living was I up. used to coming back to regular life now. That was on, on all in the boat? It was on the boat. Yeah. Every wow. day on the boat I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So so what does an Alaskan cruise consist of? Are you like going out and seeing glaciers and shit for yeah. real? Or? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It really mostly consists of just eating buffet and uh, <laughs> using the unlimited drink package is what it mostly consists of. But mm -hmm. then um, when you get to some of the ports, there's glaciers. Uh, there, there's a. We went to one called uh, Mendenhall Glacier, which was in Juneau, which we actually had to get off the boat and uh, and drive to. But it was it was really nice. And then uh, we we spent a day in, in what they called the Icy Strait, where there's a bunch of gla in Glacier National Park, and there's a bunch of no, it's not Glacier. I don't know what the hell it is. Somewhere in Alaska, there was a bunch of glaciers you could see from the boat. I imagine I imagine Scott, like you ever seen uh, Joe? You seen those those like. Uh, documentaries where, where all the ice is melting and they'll show like one lone polar bear uh, in the oh, yeah. drift and a little sheet of ice. That's how I imagine Scott, like just naked, cold, <laughs> and a little sheet of ice. Well, did you see nowhere. on the news last week, there was a, the, a bunch of flooding in Alaska. They just had it. It was all over. Like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Mendenhall River. We were right there. That's from the Mendenhall Glacier. We That literally happened like a week after we were there. Are you uh, saying was... you caused this flooding? Or is this I flooding? mean, I... I did mess around with one of the dams. I, I don't think it's directly my fault, but, you know, I don't know. You, you throw a curse. I can't say it's my fault, but it could be as well. So we, hey, you never know. 
We'll blame so it any, on Scott. any witness you have you witnessed? Uh, yeah, um, no, there's only maybe a oh. moose saw it. So that yeah, I have no. There's no witnesses, so they can't hold no, me. No, I'm anymore. talking about that global warming. Like <laughs> oh, global. Well, yeah, that glacier is a good example. Mendenhall Glacier. Um, they they built a vis visitor center there in like 1960 something, and when they did, the glacier was like right, right, basically right in front of it. Uh, now the glacier is probably. Uh, I don't know, like a mile away from it. <laughs> it's wow, like far wow. away from it. Like you hike from that thing to the glacier, and actually, yeah, it's a mile hike. So yeah, it's it's actually more than a mile away. So the flood is probably based on the melting. Yeah, the there was there was something about um, they there was a lot of water in the that lake glacier, uh, Mendenhall Lake, and mm -hmm. there was somehow it got released and ended up going down the river, and yeah, it took out a couple houses, and yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Oh man! Oh that's, wow! But once again, it was not me. Did not do it. That sounds <laughs> like we need to go visit Florida soon. I mean Alaska soon. Oh, Florida is going to be in the same state, man. Yeah, yeah, no, Florida, Alaska will be like Florida in another twenty years. You know, it's going to be. It was warm when we were there. Like uh, it was in, you know, for Alaska, it was in the sixties. It got into the seventies one day. Oh wow! Yeah, no, it was it was nice. It was nice to go there. Nice uh, reprieve from the heat that we we have right now. But it uh, you know, it was kind of warm for Alaska. What what this conversation has to do with movies? Oh right yeah, now. no idea, people. But we're gonna go there. Gonna is this a movie podcast or is this a cruise podcast? This has know? become a foodie. A foodie. <laughs> that was the end of the of the cruise uh, conversation, Scott. Okay, so, yes, please, please stop. So okay, Pee Wee well, Herman. Well, Pee Wee well, Herman. Herman. Well, well, yes, thank you, Joe. That's a uh, that's a yeah. That's what what for movie that, are you doing uh, this week, Jim? <laughs> Sorry. Well, the cat's out of the bag. Um, <laughs> yes, this week we have uh, settled on Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Warner Brothers is proud to present the story of a guy. Morning, I'm here. And his bike. James Bond kind of stuff. Together for the first time in their first big movie. I meant to do that. Pee-wee Herman is Pee-wee Herman. Hello! <laughs> In Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent ya. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Even though I haven't seen it for quite a while, but I do remember a lot of it for once. It's one of the few times I actually Good, remember I most of the movie. But does it still hold up? We'll see. Um, what year do you I, think this is? Like late eighties, like eighty eight, maybe eighty seven. I'm gonna say it's like mid eighties, like around eighty five. Really? Yeah. Wait, what, yeah. which one is this? Pee Wee. Um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Adventure. Yeah. yeah so, so remember, there were two Pee Wee films as far. Well, actually, three because wasn't there one a few years ago? Like, like that came out Probably. on streaming. Yeah, Big Top Pee Wee was the second one, right? Yeah, which was garbage. Was, yeah, was I didn't see mess. it. And the first one was the one that um brought him to the big. Yeah, Claim well, the, he, the, the TV show was before that, right? Was Pee Wee's Playhouse before that? I think it, so, right? It was constant. Right? It was Actually, the 80s. I believe yeah. I believe that the movie came first. Really? See, I yeah. thought it was a, a popular show and that it, it that spawned the movie. Well, the, but I'm okay. not sure. Now, now the thing about Pee Wee Herman, or let me call him by his real name, Paul Rubens, mm -hmm. is, Paul and the reason I, I mentioned that is because my first experience, well, not that I actually met him, but my first 
memory of seeing him was actually in one of the Cheech and Chong movies. Really? Yes, Ooh, he was in. Wow. I believe he was in the second one. I mean, they're all the up, same. So it's still all smoking one up in smoke. Yeah, yeah. Know, one of those smoking something. So yeah, something smoking. Was there as an extra, or was he? Um... He was. He had a small part, and I think he played like. Uh, I forgot what he played. He had a very small part, but this was before he had, I think it was before he came up with the Pee Wee persona. Yeah. And, and that that's a stand, is it, it was it a stand-up persona? Is that what it yes. started? It's a stand-up act, right? Yeah. Yes, he was a stand-up comedian. And actually, um, when I, upon hearing upon his death, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, of course I got nostalgic and I started looking at clips on YouTube and I forgot a lot about it. I forgot about a lot of that stuff that he was a stand-up comedian. I caught a few clips of him doing mm -hmm. stand-up before the movie, before his uh, big TV show. And he was quite risque. I mean, really, you know, the thing about that Pee Wee Herman persona mm -hmm. was that I think it was basically his take on what a 12-year-old boy would be like. You oh, know, so, yeah. so, so, you know, if we remember when we were 12, 13, we were in our preteens or hitting the teenage years, you're just a, a, a big bag of raging hormones, but you probably haven't had any kind of, well, I don't know about kids these days, but yeah. I speak for myself <laughs> at 12, I had no kind of sexual know-how. It's all mm -hmm. presumption on your part. It's hearsay. It's what you hear from friends or what you see in movies. Yeah. And, and so it was like his his stand up was there was a it, it was actually quite brilliant there was there was an innocence to it but at the same time it was so suggestive mm -hmm. and and it was quite funny and and i saw a few clips and half the time people just didn't know what to make of them yeah. like you'd hear chuckles in the audience but people just had like big question marks over their head and um it wasn't i think until the movie that he really caught on you yeah. know, and that's what really took him over the top and made him the big star that he became. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was he was really good at it, man. He he was good at what he did. Um Pee Wee Herman was quite a character. And yeah, and that was uh was that Tim Burton's first movie or first big movie? It yeah, it may have been. It was it before Edward Scissorhands or after? It's gotta be before, before right? It was before, before. definitely. Okay. Yeah, to it me is... that was his birth first big movie, but but maybe not. I think this came out in 1986. Did you just look it up? 86? No, no, I, no, I like no. A... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gentleman looked at IMDB and then he's like, Oh, I think this came out in 19. <laughs> yeah, when we see Joe's <laughs> eyes scrolling. Because because 87 was when I first saw this movie, 80, 87. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't see this movie in the theater. I saw it when it came on cable, like I did yeah. most movies back then. And I remember it came out on cable, and it stayed on cable for a very long time because it was quite popular. Mm. But I think it popped up on cable around 87-ish or so. Yeah. Uh, but, you, mm -hmm. Do you guys want the answer? I Okay. It, uh, yeah, Je oh, Joe knew the answer. He looked it up already. No, no it's, it's, I did not. It's 85, and then he purposely round up to 86 to make it sound like uh, he was off mm, by a little bit. The perfect crime, <laughs> but not so perfect. We caught on to your game uh, time, It's Joe. all right, Joe. Good job, Joe. You so were 85. Wow, I was on the mark. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. I'll see okay. if this is uh, Burton's first movie. But So what, what do you remember of this movie, June? Jesus Christ. It's more like, what don't I remember? Really? Um, well, I remember mm. all the big scenes that everybody does, you know, his mm -hmm. big tequila dance in the That's bar, the only scene I all remember. the bikers. Um, but there were quite a few. I mean, to me, uh, it was just God. 
it was god awful fun. You know, it was so mm-hmm. campy and corny, but he did it so well. It was mm-hmm. it was a surreal movie. You know what I'm saying? It was like like, and that's what I think made it great was was that here's this character who was so out of the ordinary, and well, I, I, I you know what? Scratch that because it wasn't an ordinary world because everybody in that movie was some kind of character. Yeah. Um, but I do remember quite a few scenes from it, surprisingly enough, because I watched it enough times. It, it happens to be one of my wife's favorite movies as well. So I watched it with her a few times. And anytime it's one of those movies that anytime it comes up on you know TV or something, I have to stop and watch it. I can't turn the channel. Wow. I definitely um, have not seen it since uh, whenever I, it came out. I remember it was a big deal coming out. I remember there was a lot of hype about it. I think I remember it getting good reviews. And honestly, I remember watching it and not liking it. Um, but I that was, uh, you know, and I, I haven't seen it since then. I don't know. For me, I guess I didn't. I I think I didn't get what what he was doing. You know, mm-hmm. I think uh, to me it it came across too kiddish for me. And maybe maybe I was too young to actually get this. Uh, I was like maybe in the in between age. Eighty five, I would have been. I'd have been thirteen. So mm-hmm. to me. Like you're kind of growing out of what you think is kiddish. Yeah. And then you're probably not old enough to get the adult humor of it. And I think I was maybe an in-between age where I didn't I didn't get it. Well, I think the movies was based on a bicycle that he was stolen, right? It's sort of yes. like That's a, the underlying um, plot, yes. Right. It's sort of like you know, back then there was a BMX, people were into this bike. Uh, movies where they race bike, but PV is more of a in the softer approach about bicycle that he loves right well the bicycle looked like a girl's bike pretty much it was like red and white and had this yeah. big basket in front but it has it everything like, yeah it has yeah. it has everything oh, well. in the bike it was like the batmobile you know yes. in disguise well, interesting but, enough burton does batman a few years later oh yes there uh, you go this was his a warm-up for batman i believe yeah it was tim burton's first film or at least it was the one that he put did him a in few I, I looked it up he had a lot of like small movies his first okay like i think movie that gave him attention was was frank and weenie which came out oh. the year before this um and then after this then he did beetlejuice and then batman right after this so oh, yeah yeah okay yeah th- this movie has tim burton written all over it you yeah. know um especially the the more fantastic scenes where there's but it's not you know to me effects. i when i think of burden i think more darker you know darker imagery uh not, not like dark maybe darker in content as much but like like you know i think of um beetlejuice and i think of uh Edward uh, Edward hands and to me in batman you know, they all seem a little bit more goth you know mm-hmm. in a way i think of him and i i think in my mind peewee was kind of a bright kind of a happy movie right for the most yeah, part, for... but it had some dark moments. It did, though. yeah. I'm, it really I'm did. Interested it, to rewatch it. I really it, don't remember the plot. There was an underlying edginess to it that that, even though, yeah, it was light in tone, especially as per Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was. I think the reason it had that tone to begin with. Um, so this movie, from what I from what I read, I did a little research, not too much, because I didn't want to spoil anything for myself or for you guys. But um, the little bit of research. He wrote this film with Phil Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. And it Phil was the Hartman first time. Yeah. It was the first time they wrote either one of them had ever wrote, written a screenplay. And they literally bought a book on how to write screenplays and they followed it note for note. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we saw on the screen wow. was the screenplay. So, I mean, 
it has that tone, I think, because of uh, Paul Rubens. And um, this is a pre-Saturday Night Live, Phil Hartman. This is before he, yes. you know, began, yeah, this is when he was nothing. He was, what was he, the captain or something on here? Uh, I'm sorry? What was his character on, on this? It's uh, in Oh, Pee-wee. he was in the movie? <laughs> yeah, he, well, yeah, he plays like, on the show, he played like a... <laughs> The captain or something. I he was like the sea captain. Was it like a? Oh, sea you mean captain? on the, on the on the TV series? On, on TV series. Was he okay. in the movie too? Uh, or well, I, I no, that's what I thought you had oh, meant. Okay. That he was in the movie. I wasn't sure. Oh, okay, but I don't remember. I'll be honest with you. I remember more about the movie than I do about the series. I yeah. didn't get into Pee Wee's Playhouse too much because it was kind of younger in feel, even yeah. though it was weird. I mean, it, it was <laughs> like a, a a precursor to like shit like tele Teletubbies and stuff like that, where the Blue Clues, where yeah. it has kind of yeah. this this you know acid trippy kind of feel yeah because yeah. all his furniture talks right he's had yeah. talking chair something lawrence fishman played a cowboy yeah yeah <laughs> i think phil hartman was maybe the was he the mailman also i don't know i yeah maybe i i gotta stop like just trying to give him every character on this <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> doubt it I, I what i forgot also was that uh cindy lopper did the theme song for Pee-wee's playhouse oh so and you were right it, it came out in 86 with peewee's playhouse or it came out the year after the movie so yeah i guess the movie spawned the the tv show yeah which which was which is kind of rare in hollywood usually you know you work up to a film he went mm-hmm. the opposite way he had a big first film and that led to anything else he wanted after that including please peewee's playhouse so I'm curious. I'm actually curious to um, know about what you referring to as being like a bit dark in this movie, like his personality or the character. No, not not in with PV. Why can't I say the name? P. Wee Herman. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Rubens. Um, no. Uh, what I meant was, it, it, you know, the the character of P. Wee Herman was a, a more lighter, a lighthearted character, mm-hmm. right? Like right. I said, it was like a young you know, preteen boy. Um, but there were certain scenes like the one comes to mind, which is one of the most famous scenes is when he gets picked up by that truck driver, large Marge, you know, do you remember that scene? Does yeah. he get tossed or something? What's, what's well, scene- I'm not going to spoil it for you. Nah, I gotta, I gotta I gotta we're going to watch this. Oh, damn your soul. Um, I already, I already see where this is going with Scott. He's gonna be like, there's gonna be a big no for him. No, I'm like, interested. Like like in my mind, it's it's not a good movie. But like I said, I I have not seen it. I have not seen it since uh eighty five. I don't think I saw it in the theater. So probably like eighty six or eighty seven. Whenever okay. it came on cable, I, I definitely watched it. You may like I it again. Once. Like I, no, I didn't I, like it the first time. It wouldn't be again. I might like it this time. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Did you like remember, it, Joe? I remember. I I do like the the show, uh, the movie, and I I do enjoy his character and mm-hmm. even his his friend, that bad guy, that little big baby that always in the bathtub. I remember the bathtub scene where he played yeah. with with That's a boat. Right well, that was the kid that stole his bike. That and and then he <laughs> he traded to someone, right? He gave it away or something. Uh, well, again, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but the bike uh, goes through all kinds of situations. Basically, right. Pete Herman has to traverse the country Across to try country to find his bike and mm-hmm. and yeah but uh he meets a lot of interesting characters along the way and that's where the gold comes into this movie in particular he there do you remember the escaped convict 
that he picks up. Oh yes, up. he had to dress like a woman. Yes, that's one of my a... favorite scenes of all time. But again, not gonna spoil oh, it for Scott. Gotta, Scott's no. gonna hate this film anyway. So, but I don't <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> he, he might. He might actually like it this time. I don't know. I I I I can relate to what Scott said though, because upon first watching this movie, and like I said, I watched it on cable as a teenager, and and we're talking 86 80, probably like by 87 it was on cable so mm-hmm. by then i was like close to 17 you know that's the last kind of thing you want to associate with when you're that age you're right you're you're trying to get girls you're trying to be almost too cool grown up yeah. yeah and it wasn't upon repeated watchings as i got older and by the time mm-hmm. i was in my 20s and 30s that i really started to appreciate this movie for what it was it, it, it's not a great movie it's not an amazing movie and i'm not going to go into how good was it yet but it's one of those movies where it is what it is and it has its mm-hmm. golden moments that kind of stay with you, you know, and, and, and that's what I find endearing about this movie. I actually, but I, who knows? I might hate it this time, just like Scott does. I actually like, the, I remember the character of him uh, always, he's always in a good mood. You know, he, that's, that's what helps the, the character too. Like you, you, you never see him in, in the mood in, in, in any bad mood even though even he was ha- when he had a yeah. bad in, in the bad situation always positive always positive yeah. pretty yeah. much always yeah. himself always yeah. stuck yeah. To, to his guns but always found a way to get out of all the crazy situations that he found himself in that movie mm-hmm. you know again the perfect example was that bar scene you know <laughs> i mean it's and interestingly enough i didn't notice until watching it like the last time i watched it, it was years ago but who made a cameo in that scene was the actress who played Elvira. Do you remember Elvira, Mistress of, course, of the Dark? Yeah. yeah. She played one of the biker chicks in that, that movie, interestingly enough. So if I remember like, correctly, uh-huh. too, he was actually um a lady man. Like all the girl likes him somehow. Well, that was I the remember. funny thing, yeah. In the movies, yeah. in this I like in the, in this one, in Pee-wee's big adventure, he had like two or three women trying to get right. his attention. And he had and, to break up with them or something like yeah. that, you know. And and in the second one, it was even more. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, the more. big big top Pee Wee. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, okay. I I remember the one scene in this movie where he's in um a movie theater in Sarasota. And, <laughs> um, oh wait a minute, that, that's not this movie. Never mind, that's a different movie. Sorry. Oh man. Sorry, uh, Pee Wee. Sorry, <laughs> don't, don't mean to change. We we are trying to remember Pee Wee Herman, not not the incident, Scott. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that you know you had to take a long absence from your career because of that so my well, bad but uh, he had that, a little renaissance in his last like you know 15, 20 years he got he was in 30 rock there's a really funny episode of 30 rock where he plays like a prince of some small country and it's it's definitely worth looking up and watching it's a really, really funny episode he made he quite to... a few cameos after that whole and actually go ahead joe did he try to come back as the the same character as peter herman yeah they did another character? movie they did uh i don't know if big, big top was probably i don't was it before or after all that crap that i was, believe before well, okay before probably big yeah. top peewee came out before the whole scandal with him. yeah mm-hmm. and for those but... who don't know what happened was basically he was visiting his parents in florida in sarasota mm-hmm. close by and and as scott alluded to and he got bored or whatever joe and i invited him to go see a movie and yeah. he met joe and take... in a dark theater should we and... take a trip there scott we, well, we, can, we can film live from there, but no, Joe and I invited him to a movie, and it was we don't <laughs> like what he did. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't condone it. 
you know, we, we were not a part of it. I couldn't believe though at the time they made such a, I, I remember hearing this on the news and I'm like, so what? So was what? It, like, like yeah, what's I, the big wasn't the deal? but wasn't the thing was it wasn't adult theater or was it? Um, it wasn't it was, adult, it was theater, adult theater. Yeah. Then yeah, it was. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, so what? What 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 is everyone else doing there too? I'm sure. Now, now to our listeners, Joe, keep in and, mind, this I mean is pre-internet. Joe, what is everyone else doing in there, Joe? We Joe, June and I don't know. What, uh, what else he, is going on? He, he, he who casts <laughs> what's that say? He who casts the stone. No, he who is not sin cast the first stone. Ah, oh, very good, Jeff. Very good. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's yeah, but like money. I said, Joe, so what happens in those theaters? <laughs> That's where you go and meet your, your date. Uh, okay. You don't again, meet a date. Again, for those who may not know, and this is pre-internet, right? So there were still porn theaters in existence. If you wanted to watch porn, you either got it on video cassette or you braved a theater that specialized in those kind of movies. And there were a lot of interesting things, to say the least, that would happen in those movies. So he went and he was in the mood and he went and he, you know, giving himself some self-pleasure and got caught. And it became this huge scandal, which which by today's standards, they'd probably yeah. be praising him now for being a a, a, a normal heterosexual <laughs> man. I, I mean, like, like any, but even at the time, I remember it was... That's a big deal. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, "What's the big deal? Like, like, uh, which one of you out in, out there doesn't do that or has never done that?" I mean, but you know the well, the not in the that, theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. The, the person that <laughs> caught him was an undercover uh, uh, policeman that caught, that arrested him in the theater. So yeah. What is he doing in the theater? Oh, he's and a that's theater, very yeah, he's good point, Joe. I just know that I'm not going to see any more movies with June. Yeah, that's a statement. I I will not be seeing movies with you. Well, there you go. Um, Um, Okay, yeah, we we touched on it. Sorry, sorry that I brought it up. That's my no, no, no. I was if you would have brought it up, I would have because it is part, unfortunately, of his legacy. And it was comforting to see him make kind of a comeback. You know, yeah, that that really burned his career, and he stayed out of the limelight. By then, luckily, I guess I don't know, or maybe not. He was kind of tired of playing Pee Wee Herman at that point, Mm. and he wanted to get into other things. So, yeah, maybe he did that just to break that role, you know, just so he oh, wants to no. know. No, I don't think he meant yeah. to do that on purpose, no, but no. you don't think so? You don't think he's there's you much more can... there's much better ways for him to stop <laughs> playing TV maybe, maybe his PR said, hey, you, you want to be you know more than just PV Herman. You should do this. Mm. You know uh, what you need is a scandal. No, yeah. No, no. I, don't I remember so. him as a vampire in Buffy, the the Buffy movie. He played a vampire in really? that. I thought he, he was very good in that. A very funny role. He did a there's a great scene where she stabs him and he's uh dying and he keeps on like like ex- over exaggerating his death. It's a very very funny scene. But oh, I uh, check that out. If you watch that show, hmm? was it a CS role, Scott? Or he would just no, no. It's a comedy. It was a comedy movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then he. uh have you ever watched that what they do in the shadows it's a tv yes. show yes he uh he, he brings that character back for an episode uh where they uh they have to stand trial really really funny episode and they they uh there's a lot of surprise vampire cameos like famous mm-hmm. people in it you should uh, definitely watch it i don't i don't want to ruin the surprises but he's one of the the vampires in it he playing playing the character from buffy what season I think season two was one of the earlier seasons. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. What I what I forgot that he was he, he did star in what movie and we just watched just the other day, my wife and I, was the movie Blow. 
with Johnny oh, Depp. Oh yeah, yeah, he played a sleazy uh, uh yeah, that, cohort of uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, hairstylist slash mm-hmm. coquette slash drug dealer. Yeah. Um, and he had quite a few cameos. I, I mean, he and this was before he he did uh his last Pee Wee movie, which again I think it was uh, just a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and he had a big tour to go along with the release of the movie, and it it was okay. It was it was fun, but it didn't you know, Pee Wee Herman had his day. You know, um, putting him in the present day is kind of weird. But <laughs> it felt a little I, weird. What shocking to me was he was seventy when he passed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, no, he looked good for seventy. I mean, oh, he, he, didn't, he didn't definitely looked uh, seventy years old. Yeah. yeah, and and I I believe he passed from cancer. Right? Yeah, yeah, and he mm-hmm. kept it very secret because no mm-hmm. one apparently knew. So, mm-hmm. but listen, man, Paul Rubens, you were, I in my opinion, you were a class act. You were mm-hmm. a very funny man. You were very talented. I had a great time going down memory lane and even discovering things that I had never seen him in. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to pay tribute to this movie. Um, mm-hmm. even though I know again, Scott's going to hate it, but you know, that's, that's uh, testament to Scott, the man wow. that he's willing yeah. to endure this movie <laughs> for you, Mr. Paul Rubens, may you rest in yeah. peace. You know, I hope you're, you know, having fun <laughs> in that big porn theater in the sky. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well put you, you should have, you should have been part of the funeral. You should you should dedicate eulogy. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved. I would have loved. I would have been honored. I really I would still love Pee Wee Herman movie. I think this movie I remember was good. I think it would be very enjoyable. And Scott to I will he surprise us all. Yeah, we'll right. see. Right. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. So if no one else has anything to add, we're no. gonna watch this freaking movie. All right. right. Check it out. Hopefully enjoy it. Hopefully enjoy revisiting and rewatching Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, um, as usual. Um, we, we've been checking our analytics. Is that how you pronounce it? Analytics? Sure. Yeah. Did I pronounce it right? Yeah. Or am I job. speaking another freaking no, language? No, no. Analytics is right. Because I am known to mispronounce some shit <laughs> now and then, as you, the, the listener, probably know by now. Yeah. Uh, we got some new subscribers. Thank you. Each month keeps getting better and better from what I, I see or from what we see. So thank you for um, following, for listening, hopefully enjoying. Please join us once again for the second half of our tribute to Mr. Paul Rubens and uh, our re-watch, our re-watch, rewind, re-something. Rewatch, yeah. Of Pee-wee and his big adventure. Let's see what happens. Thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you soon. Say bye. Ah, see bye. Sit tight. We'll be right back with How Good Was It? Look for new episodes of How Good Was It? every Tuesday on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, and YouTube. Make sure to follow, to like, and subscribe. For more How Good Was It? check out at How Good Was It? pod on Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, and TikTok. For Twitter, you can find us at HGWIPod. Welcome back to How Good Was It? Where we are revisiting Pee-wee's Big Adventure. What's up, guys? Come What's on, up, June? June? Hello to Scott and to Joe AP. I kind of abbreviated my welcome <laughs> this week. 
because I'm tired of <laughs> yeah I'm tired of waiting for you guys to say what's up. So now you're just one person. It's gonna be what's nice. up, guys. And then we gotta no, make sure we see who can get our name in first. Like hey, 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 June. Hey, hey, June. Yes, All yes. Right. Yeah, we, okay. we cool, we cool. So when did you guys actually? What well, Joey P? When did you end up watching this film? Today, today, today. I, today yeah, uh, I got home about five thirty, six o'clock. Saw the movie, and yeah. Did so, Elle watch it with you too? No, she she actually studied. I was actually going. Uh, I was supposed to go downstairs and record because I don't want to make too much noise. Um, oh. But it's fine. Uh, okay, she's she's okay. She's it's, it's fine, fine with you. you. Maybe not with her. It's fine with you. Mm, yeah, so I, I ran out of time. So, so if we see her walk across the screen, pissed off in the background, we'll know why. Right? So you're so you're packing her bags behind Joe, like filling yes. up her suitcase. <laughs> no, she's. We have our own room, so it's good. I'm in the bedroom. Okay. Sometimes I'm being I'm being a little too loud. She said I could hear. She could hear me. Oh, oh, hello. What are you doing in the bedroom get, get, besides get podcasting? Um, <laughs> how about you, Scott? When did you end up watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure? So I watched it right after we finished recording the first half of the episode. Really? Yeah, I, I watched the way uh, Tim Burton wanted to uh, on an iPad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> while Mary was sleeping. So it oh. was, uh, yeah, exactly the way that uh, Tim Burton designed. Yeah, so that that's what. But I I didn't finish. I only watched the first hour, and then I watched the rest the uh, the next day. So oh, it's been okay. a few days. So. Plot points, yeah, I might, yeah, I may have forgot a few things already. That's it. For me, the, it doesn't make a difference. I could have just watched the movie five minutes ago. I'm still <laughs> not gonna remember shit. We're gonna rely on <laughs> Joe a lot yes. for this episode. Yes, yes. I watched it yesterday. I watched it with my wife last night, and it was nice okay. to revisit. But I won't give away any details because that's what the meat of this yes. podcast is for. It's a very simple into. plot. It's not like uh, yeah. I think this. You can do a synopsis of this in two sentences. You know, Pee Wee's bike is missing. He goes to find it. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess <laughs> we can go it. straight to how good was okay, it? Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that takes care of this episode. Tune in next time. Should we dive into the plot? Yeah. Or is absolutely. There anything that we should go over? Any no, facts and figures? Considering. No, let's go uh, with it. Okay. I think well, we kind of did a lot of facts and figures last, uh, the first half of the episode. In a yeah, way, I think we got we, the date we and we talked about some of the cast. It was 95, wasn't it? Right. I think. No, uh, 95? 86. I think it was 86. Now, 86. That, 86. Maybe I we said need 95. to go over the facts because I've already Sorry. forgot them as well. <laughs> okay. 86. I'll take 85. 85. Yeah. Joe was wrong. As well, so 85. Uh, gotcha. My bad, folks. Yeah. And, and you know what? Oh, I was gonna point out there's some cool names in these characters in this movie. I like couple 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 of those names that like uh, the characters' names. Yeah, characters' okay. names. Yeah. yeah. Well, I such as can, who? Like Large Marge. Oh, <laughs> Large Marge is a good name. You know, we we talked about Large Marge a lot uh, before this episode, and I, I really I kind of remember the scene now after seeing uh -huh. it. But she was in the movie for a minute and five a half. minutes. No, yeah. I don't think she was five minutes. It was no, just a, a it short was not truck a five ride, scene. It was and very then that was scene. it. Yeah, she didn't need to be in it much longer than that. She served <laughs> her purpose, man. Yeah. That was one of the most memorable scenes in this movie. I forgot about quite a few of those faces that, uh, as far as the cast. Yeah. Um, little cameos here and there. I forgot about that stuff. But let's you, let's you, just jump in. Yeah. Oh you no! So you, you forgot about Twisted Sister in it? Because I definitely forgot that Twisted Sister was in this movie. I forgot, but <laughs> damn, I didn't give. If I didn't giggle my ass off, I love that scene because the song they're singing, "You're you know, gonna burn in hell." In hell. Yeah. I, I was like, I remember watching that as a kid, and I I would scream with laughter because it was such 
Well, I guess that was the point of that scene was to they probably picked their 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 mm. most decadent song for it to do in this movie because it was a play against the movie itself. <laughs> but we'll get into that. Okay, let's, let's right. just so, let's yeah, just let's go into, into the plot then, man. I mean, the movie starts with mm-hmm. we see it's it's sort of like a day in the life of Pee Wee Herman, isn't it? No, it just no, starts no, up. It does not start there. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, well, it starts I, with him riding in the Tour de France. Well, I was starts. gonna say this is a day in the life of Pee. <laughs> this is a normal day for Pee Wee Herman. It's I his didn't dream. Say for the no, it's not normal. He's, it starts with a dream. <laughs> yes, it does. Pee Wee Herman running and wins the Tour de France, and that was the cheapest looking Tour de France ever <laughs> but of course it was like it, a dozen people at the finish line it was uh yeah there was nobody there yes but it, it was a fake eiffel tower in the back but it is a dream we hear Wee's alarm go off waking him up that's when we get an insight into this uh character's personal life i mean the decor of his house the way the way everything is set up is just again Wee is basically a 12 year old boy mentally that's it was what kind of is. like the goonies too right he had all things set up to make life easier you know like yes uh, something to make his toast and crack his eggs and it was it was almost like the the episode of goonies where they have all these little contraptions which came out the same year as this movie uh i, I wonder which one came out first or if they were inspired by each other but yeah tons of like contraptions to make things easier that really aren't working right there's pancakes are getting flipped up and landing on the ceiling <laughs> yeah it's sticking to the ceiling yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it shows that like he's a 12 years old engineer yeah you know, yeah that he have good idea but there's a little quirky part of it that is not well thought out uh, how that. do you think he ended up in this situation did his like parents like die and like <laughs> le- i think he should have like a legal guardian right he, he's not He's not, I don't think he's really able it, to take Interestingly care of enough, yes, there are many inquiring minds such as yourself, Scott. I read I read in an article the other day mm-hmm. in doing some research for this movie, and people were asking, well, how does he make a living? Did you, know, did how you Google is, is Pee Wee autistic? Is that what you Google? Um, <laughs> I think he 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 uh he created a patent. He had some designs patent. Oh, that do you think so? He's a sci- he's an inventor. Royalties, yeah. Well, that was the theory in, uh, in a lot of people's heads is that like we saw, uh, we got some insight into some of his uh, genius, if you want to call it that, and these mm-hmm. contraptions that he builds. And they were saying yeah. that that's probably how he makes a living. He invents stuff for people or for whoever may be interested in. Uh, and and I'm sure he, paid for it. I'm he invented the bike, right? He created that bike himself. They didn't oh, say the in the movie. Bike? I would assume. Mm-hmm. No, but know. so yeah that would would that be would be a good assumption that that he i don't see him bike? selling any i don't see him doing any kind of work i just see him playing i i, <laughs> I didn't see him eat he he had a whole plate full of food took one bite yes. and then just like tossed it out i, I love that all that all that <laughs> drama to make breakfast right like it was a whole procedure <laughs> with this contraption whatever Wasteful. he he makes uh-huh. his breakfast talk to him and, and and he just pours like Mr. T cereal and that, a big mm-hmm. promotion for Mr. Yes. T at the time um, yep. and just pours it. And he literally takes two bites. He takes two kernels of mm-hmm. the cereal and that's his breakfast. And I love that. I love that. Did, all that. Did he, say, p- did he do a Mr. T line too? Did he do? Yes, pretty, he did. Beautiful, or what did he do? Yes, he did. Good morning, Pee-wee. Morning, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> Can I have that Mr. T cereal? Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, pity the poor fool. Don't eat my cereal. <laughs> Brilliant. That was stuff. good. Love it. Love it. A great insight into Pee Wee Herman's or this character's life. 
Yeah. Sure, I hope. Yeah. If you if you saw him in real life, you'd like, who's this psychopath living there? Make sure we don't put kids near him. Let's oh, uh, let let's <laughs> lock this guy up. But, be, okay. He'd have flaming crosses and pitchforks. <laughs> Crazy. Um. But yeah, we get we get a little view into how Pee Wee Herman starts his day, and from yeah. there. Um, and, and what I, I did like they showed, there was uh, when he leaves his house for the morning, and he goes outside and he says hello to his neighbor. So mm-hmm. you see how his neighbors treat. Obviously, he's loved in this community. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? He's well, like, yeah, I'm not... Didn't he like set off like a sprinkler or something? Do something like like uh, water the lawn. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's letting his neighbor knows that he's going to water the lawn. But yeah. but but June was saying, yeah, the neighbor very appreciative of, of who yeah. he is. He's like, know, okay, like... people, he just shuts his. Uh-huh. I'm this psycho <laughs> who's spraying his house with water. <laughs> yeah. Joe, if you live next door to this guy, your life would be uh, miserable. I don't know. I, I, I think, think that would go for be... anybody. <laughs> I think it would be fun to have a guy like that homeless, you know. I think, I think it. I think it'd be fun for like a day, and then after that, like you're you're calling a homeowners association or whatever. You're, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we gotta take do. care of this one. Your yeah. your siding start to rotten because of the water damages. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> well, um, so what happened? That that that's just when they in, in they introduce the other another characters, right? Um, well, he starts actually, riding. His- well, he rides his bike to the community first. Yes. And and he, well, you know, the no, scene no, no. where we first see his bike. Yeah. You yeah. know, he has this whole secret Contrap- contraption. Contraption. Yeah. He has a trap door in a in a hedge <laughs> of bushes, the whole nine. Okay. Now like that's a, this they make this bike seem almost godlike when he opens mm-hmm. it. And and he does yeah. the he does the the line from is it from ET? Is it from uh, ET or poltergeist or whatever? He goes, Where's he say here? Oh, he oh, didn't yeah. say that. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be poltergeist. So that's uh, they're here. Yeah. So he did that. He goes, "I'm here." He talks to his bike. And, so yeah, yeah, this is when you you convinced that he's a genius. No, I was I was not convinced he was a genius at this point. Yeah. But but that to the first real laugh of the movie for me is he's riding his bike and he sees all those kids on their BMX. He wants to be cool and he wrecks his bike and falls and rolls and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it rolls right in front of him, and then says, "I, I meant to do that." It's just yeah. the, the whole the prop of him just falling hard like that to me just made made me laugh. Yeah, and he did fall. You could tell that was like oh yeah a whole different person doing that. Oh yeah, <laughs> which made it even funnier. Like, you know. but I think we skipped the 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 other character introduction of Francis. I don't think I think yeah. he's going to meet Francis right after that. No, no. When he pulled the bike out before he left to go, really? To, oh, before he yeah. rode his bike around. It, it might have been, yeah, right when he was okay. pulling his bike. It was Francis' birthday. Yeah. yeah, and then and he, he asked him. He asked him for the bike. He was like, "I yeah. want that bike, and I'll mm-hmm. pay you anything you want for that bike." And he yeah. went, permits told him basically to fuck off. Morning, Pee Wee. Well, Francis, today is my birthday, and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So guess what I want. A new brain. No, your bike. <laughs> oh, what's so funny, Pee Wee? It's not for sale, Francis. My father says everything's negotiable, Pee Wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world, not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Then you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. Francis, who uh, was did a lot, that kid actor did a lot of work in the 80s. I, he was in what, Teen Wolf? He was in, uh, yeah, he was quite, he was in quite yes. a few things. Yeah. Mark Holton. From yeah. what I'm looking at right now. So he he doesn't do any other movies in the no. 90s? I know he's a, he's kept on working all these years, but his heyday was was the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he did uh he did a league of their own, he did Leprechaun, he, he was in Naked Gun. <laughs> you know, he was in a, a a lot of uh movies around that time. Yeah. Yeah, he was I remember his face. He was very familiar back then. He was like, yeah. he, had a, he had a lot of those small side roles mm-hmm. in, in a lot of big movies but um wow he's really yeah. old he's age he aged really uh he's 65 age mm-hmm. yeah he aged okay so following that scene when uh francis steps up to him and offers and is denied the bike and that's when we get into uh pb riding through town and that's when we see the sign with the bmxers uh, obviously Wee is very loved in this town so it's mm-hmm. obviously a town full of lunatics, just like him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're like nothing. He's like normal to them. I guess they're just used to it. But um, yeah, it is endearing to see that he's a uh, well thought of in his community. Um, this whole movie was filmed in California, so I don't know what town in California that was, but uh, yeah, you do with that information what you will. Um, so where the hell was Pee going? Was he going to the bike shop? I think he, so. Well, yeah. he makes some pit stop, right? It's like almost his routine. He goes stop by the magic store, yes, pick up some yes. some new magic stuff, yeah. or whatever they have to offer, and who who stack up on those. I don't know who's he, in, entertaining because he's at you know he's want to have them re- just to have and uh-huh. be ready to use it. And then he went to pick up his horn. That's oh my god! For his his bike. So, uh, so a lot um, of a lot of these little things he did, like in the scenes in the magic shop and in the bike shop. So you mm-hmm. saw when he was playing with some other stuff in the in the magic shop and he had the mm. big ear and he's like, what, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Then, see, a, a lot of this stuff, you know, in doing research, and I didn't know, in doing research, this is all stuff taken from his acts, doing stand-up. That's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. ex- that was his stand-up routine, him pulling stuff out of the bag and just- He was the original doing... Carrot Top? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was, he was. Um, And those, those are the type of things he did in his act. He would like pull out a big ear and be like, what, what? And... <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it was actually quite funny. But um, yeah, he goes to he goes he does the rounds at a it looks like a like a local strip mall or something. Yeah, and he right. goes to the magic shop and he goes to the bike shop. Well, we meet Dottie. Dottie. Yeah. Now Dottie was someone who was uh, the, the the person, and her name is uh Elizabeth e- Daly. Yeah, well, I at that time she was E. G. Daly. That's why I remembered her. And when I looked E-G. at IMDb, it says Elizabeth Daly. So yeah, E. G. Daly also very popular. In the 80s. Yes. Uh, yes. Valley Girl. Uh, mm-hmm. She was in. Uh, what else was she in? Uh, I was trying to do it off the top of my head. But she she did a lot of movies in that period. She mm-hmm. was a singer. She, she had a top singer. 10. Oh, she was in a uh, song she for was. summer school. Uh, mm-hmm. And I could not think of it. I was reading it on her IMDb page that she had a top 10 song. And I'm like, what the hell song was it? When I listened to it, I, I found the YouTube video because I couldn't find the song anywhere else. And really? uh uh, that yeah, I remember the song. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, I remember this. It, a video with uh, the cast of Summer School dancing along with her. It's, it's oh, great. it sounded like she's in a lot of kids' movie. Like now she does. She's been Rock a very Rex. big uh, yeah. voice actor for the last. Like mm-hmm. well, she has that like that voice. I like that. She sounds like a kid. 
you know, and uh, that's what she's now, done for like the last. I'll years. be the first to admit. Back then in the eighties, I had a huge. Oh, she's hot. She's very EG. hot. They never knew her name oh, back then. Yeah, she was always that chick on the side who had a great voice because half of her role she was singing something too. Yeah, and Ooh. and I was like, have you seen this woman recently? Still looks good. She looks amazing. Yeah. A lot of a lot of work and yeah. talks, obviously. But she looks <laughs> amazing. I had the huge crush on E.G. Davis. I didn't know her name till now, though. I just knew her as Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But, she's but, now 61 years old. Yeah. yeah she's okay. still doing her thing. She looks great. Um, and she was, yeah, she she had, that was her heyday, the 80s, Elizabeth Daly. She was in a lot of films. Um, and always hella cute. Always hella cute. But that's where we're introduced to, uh, well, she would like to be Pee-wee's love interest. But uh, Pee-wee, I don't know. At this point, you know, you're like, Pee-wee must be asexual or something. Like, <laughs> he had no interest in the in the female of the species. Look, Pee-wee, this is important. Does someone want to ask you? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know if you'll do something. What? I want to know if you'll go someplace with me. Like where? The drive-in. Look, Daddy, I like you. Like? I like you! That's the thing, I like you too. Daddy! There's a lot of things about me you don't know anything about, Daddy. Things you wouldn't understand. Things you couldn't understand. Things you shouldn't understand. I don't understand. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner, daddy. A rebel. Yeah, yeah, there's some questions about his uh his sexuality in this movie for me. Yeah, he uh he yeah, he did have uh this super hot girl chasing him and then also um yeah, it seemed like all the women were interested into him. And it seemed like he had the most chemistry with the escaped convict <laughs> later on that picks him up. So I, 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 kind of, I kind of feel like he hooked up with that convict. Well, but uh, yeah, each his well, own. Well, I'm, I'm happy it looks like that convict I, wanted to hook up with him. Yeah, no, they, they seem very close. Yeah, that was a, that was a, as close as Pee Wee got to anybody yes, in, in yes. this movie. Well, he he, he offered to, uh, to, to play a role as his girlfriend. So yeah, I think he has. Yeah, no, no, no. I... Okay. I they they seem to love to me. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> he just like by the way, that that, voice, I don't know yeah. who it was yeah. that played that escape convict. I can find him in the castlers here. But he was like the best actor in the movie, wasn't he? He he like put such oh, passion yeah. into that role. He he was seemed familiar. I mean, he's definitely played bad guys and other stuff we've seen before. Oh, yeah. Henchmen or something, you know. He yeah, he's he just has that look to him. What was what what was his name in that in that movie? And what, was in Pee Wee? The character's yeah. name is it Mickey. Mickey, yeah, yeah, Mickey. I think you're right. But anyway, okay. we're we're jump we're jumping ahead of ourselves. So, <laughs> and this is it's at this strip mall after we we nice. see a little of uh the back and forth between uh Pee Wee Herman and Dottie, and Dottie's obviously obviously trying yes. to get into Pee Wee's pants. Pee Wee's not having it. Whatever, no yes. matter how cute no. uh, Elizabeth Daly is, <laughs> but when Pee Wee goes back outside, now mind you, before this, before he went into the stores. Pee-wee had the he chained up his bike like you wouldn't believe. All you saw was a pile of yes. chains. That's how secure this bike was. I mean, yeah. he, he he 
chained it to some mannequin or some clown yeah. thing. I clown, mean, I don't, I don't know how secure that is. You know, I mean, the chain probably weighed a, a hundred pounds, so maybe maybe well, maybe it's secure, secure in that way. Nobody's gonna go through that work, but obviously somebody yeah. did. Um, he comes back out mm -hmm. and his bike is gone, and and I love the way they filmed this scene. Like like there were quite a few scenes in this film that they took cues, visual cues from like Hitchcock films. Right. So so they did it very yeah. well. And it's all in the name of satire or whatever or parody. Well, you know what it reminded me of is like uh like a Buster Keaton yes. or a Charlie Chaplin movie in a way. You know, it's very, you know, his style of humor and the way that um that um Tim Burton directed it. I, I feel like it was inspired by something like that, you know, something an older style, uh uh non, you know, non verbal movie you know it's yeah. uh it was yeah, interesting i agree you you saw you Silent saw film. those influences come through very much so like like and and yeah both on the part of peewee herman and i guess tim burton um yeah you could tell what mm -hmm. they were influenced by in this film very much but they pulled it off well um yeah so peewee discovers that his bike is gone someone has stolen his bike he has the biggest titty attack mm -hmm. i've ever seen he practically he he runs back <laughs> he runs back into the bike shop and I love this scene because he blows he blows that horn he just picked up which is the loudest bike horn on earth and he just <laughs> passes out on the, on the floor of the bike shop and um, yeah from there it's just a mission to get this bike back what happened to his bike who stole it and the adventures that he encounters along the way. But this is what you this is when you see that uh the, the the neighborhood were really you know rooting for him you know they participate in the the, yeah. the meeting yeah he, he holds that big know, meeting yeah exhibit A <laughs> he holds this big <laughs> meeting and and I think it's his, his basement I don't know whose basement it was yeah um, yeah. yeah and he built a beautiful model you see that so he's genius. yeah he built oh, that model geez. of the of the site yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it bores everybody. Uh, to, oh, yeah. Keeps going on and on about all his different uh, theories of uh, who it could be or what could happen. What happened? Yeah. To so the town put up with him. His his whatever he is, they put up with with, with him basically to, uh, you know, to help him out and accommodate whatever. So he's he's beloved in in, in the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. There was a scene yeah. in, well, during this scene, there was a moment when they're having that that uh, meeting in his basement. And for some reason, it still makes me laugh. And it's the most nonsensical thing. It, it, it's no, it's not relevant to the movie, whatever, but it was just perfect in this moment. Is everyone settling into the basement, right? And they're talking amongst themselves. And he's about to start the meeting. And I guess there's one guy still talking. And this guy's like, obviously, of Indian descent, American Indian descent. Good. We can finally start the big meeting, Donnie. Chuck, let's begin, shall we? Shall we? This box contains over 217 bits and pieces of information. Evidence. Exhibit A, a photograph of the victims, my bike and me. <coughs> Exhibit B, another photograph. What's missing from this picture? It's just me, without my bike! Is this something you could share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? 
he's amazing Larry just looks at him like like he was actually scared <laughs> and and I just it, it just they... made me crack up so much because it made no sense that little scene or the line but it was like perfect <laughs> and there's a lot of scenes in this movie I found myself all this stuff of course while I'm watching it's coming back to me there were so many quotable moments where I found myself uh, yeah. lines too lines yes. that i still use to this day i'm, I'm a loner i'm a i'm a, I'm a, I'm a rebel I'm a you know i i, I <laughs> yeah. still say that i i still say that i know you are but yeah. what am i you know <laughs> i i had forgot where a lot of this crap came from i'm like oh it's from Pete. they actually have a song that i know you are whatever oh i'm trying yes, to use I'm the try- phone yeah that was a that big, was a big yeah. one too i i <clears> meant <throat> to do that you know he he said that. i i meant yeah. to do that you know uh, why don't you take a picture? It lasts longer. You know, yeah. those, those are all like peewee uh, yeah. uh, lines, you know, his it's, contribution it's... to to this uh, uh, hey, society. Huh? <laughs> you got to be good for something in this life. Um, yeah. No, seriously. He, there were I forgot how many lines there were in this movie that I actually. Yeah. Like Scott said, still say to this day, giving no thought to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm watching mm-hmm. this un- movie yeah. unfold you know, that muscle memory or whatever, you know, and it just came back and I'm repeating the lines as they happen. And and that made it just so much more enjoyable for me. But um, yeah, nothing comes of this meeting because the townspeople are like, Pee Wee kind of becomes an asshole at this point. And yeah, they, they yeah. bought him. Yeah, oh, he well, bought him. I mean, he was, he had them there for like, what, three hours? According to what, what Chuck said. Chuck <laughs> is the owner of the bike shop, yeah. by the way. Well, he's very, he's very captivating, right? Well, his it's character just, is captivating. His delivery, he makes you... it's all about his delivery. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. really saying anything that's yeah. actually funny. It's all his tone. It's all the way he delivers it. It's it's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reactions of the people around him. And I I think Tim Burton, I, I honestly, I had forgot that Tim Burton directed this movie until, you know, we until the first half of this episode. And. Yeah, yeah, it's a Tim Burton movie. I mean, it, yeah, it's in the score. You, you know, you had, you had Danny Elfman, first first time doing a score, that familiar score. You hear the music and you know right it's a Danny Elfman. You know it's yes. a Tim Burton movie. And it's mm. like, oh, okay. You know, it's uh, it's crazy that, you know, Elfman had never done this before, didn't, wasn't familiar, didn't want to do it. He was sca- mm-hmm. kind of scared to do it. Paul Rubens brought um, Tim Burton to an Oingo Boingo show to try to convince him like, Hey, you know, I, I like this guy's music, you know, and this is how they ended up getting Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman didn't want to do it. was scared to do it. You know, it's like, I don't know how to score a movie. And then, you know, his agent at the time told him like, he's like, well, I'm not going to tell Tim Burton, you're not going to do it. So you need to go, you need to tell him. And so he was going to tell him. And at the last second, he, he changed his mind that he was, he chickened out and, ended up scoring the movie instead and look Jeez. at his career now i mean i never knew that he's a modern that's day a, john that's williams an amazing story mm-hmm. i mean you know uh, well he had oingo boingo at the time who was doing pretty well yeah they had a couple of hits by that point mm-hmm. they were in quite a few movie soundtracks um they had a a, ver- a visual and an uh, audio element that no one else had um but yeah, who would have thunk? I, I I guess he didn't imagine that he'd be scoring some of the biggest films ever. He did this, and then he did Back to School right after this. Uh, so yeah, I know he, uh, and then yeah, did all most of Tim Burton's movies, and yeah, it's just he's. If you look at any any modern music, it's a, it's like him. Uh, any modern yeah. movies, him, uh, the guy from Radiohead, oh, uh, Johnny yeah. Greenwood. There's a, there's like only a handful of people that 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 do it, you know. Uh, 
a Hans mm-hmm. Zimmer. You know, there, there's certain people that are, if it's going to be a big blockbuster, it's going to be one of these guys yeah. that, are, that are doing it. You mean back in the 80s? No, now. No, now. Nowadays. No, oh. Yeah, no, Danny Elfman's, uh, yeah, that's what oh, yeah. his career is. He's now. more known for, yeah, that's what it's been for the last for 30 years. Anything else now? I mean, he left that Oingo Boingo yeah. shit real quick once he got that movie, that Hollywood <laughs> he money. money that. You know, and he does, like I said, uh-huh. it, it, look, just like you said, as soon as you heard that music come in, you're like, oh, that's Danny Elfman. It, it's like unmistakable. He has yeah. his own distinct voice within this whole movie soundtrack thing, and he does it well. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's like a playful like mu- mm-hmm. his music is it, it's a very yeah I, I think that's kind of a playful melody in it and it matches this perfectly and you know when you listen to Edward I I guarantee you if we listen to Edward Scissorhands it's yeah. gonna sound just like this and that's what it, when I'm watching this movie I was remembering Edward mm-hmm. Scissorhands <laughs> a lot and I, you can I think it's shot very similar to the way uh, Burton shot this and and the score I think is similar because that's what it yeah, reminded me yeah, of for sure and you you saw Tim you saw Tim Burton's voice come through I mean this is this is his first oh, yeah. big film right his first big budget film yeah yeah everything else was all short this yeah. is first full length everything else was short movies you know Frank and Winnie was was a short but, it was but all the film. Tim Burton tropes are in there I mean he he his yeah his voice as a filmmaker was very distinctive even then um and it was the to be honest i feel that it was the perfect vehicle for him uh it would have been yeah. a very different film I, I, if, if uh it might not have been a a, a good film if, if uh if tim burton didn't direct it you know tim burton is a good director no he's just he he's <clears throat> another one i think we we talk about this sometimes with directors like the run that he had the run that he had from this movie until planet of the apes was a it's great hit after hit great movie after great movie uh, he has probably in the last 20 years he hasn't made a great movie but you know for for like 15 years he was just home yeah, run after home streak, run you know um yeah he 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 laid some deep roots into hollywood with his voice and uh still persists to this day he's he's you know nowadays he's kind of hit or miss um but you know every filmmaker has their moments he's had quite a few moments man he's 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 an original through and through. And this seeing where he started with this film, as far as big budgets um, and, and and keep in mind it being the eighties as well. I mean, this was mostly, if not all practical effects. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some, but they did some of his kind of claymation effects too, though. Like a uh, oh, large yeah. Marge, you know, she, her face is like that claymation thing. Uh, they did the, the scene a little the bit bike, of animated when he's the in bike the dream. dark. Which one? The dream that he dreams about his bike being attacked by Bobby Go on two for uh, head. No, no, it's uh, fine. Go ahead. I... The dinosaur dinosaur attacking oh, his yeah. bike. Oh yeah, there's a lot of dinosaurs in this film. Pee Wee's into dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs all over this film. Yeah, you were talking about Scott that film. I mean, uh, the scene where he's in the dark and you just see his eyes. Yeah, yeah, his eyes, a yeah. cartoon eyes, and then it, mm-hmm. that, that scene, that scene actually, we're almost to that point in the podcast, so we we can uh, we can go back. Oh, to, where no where were we at? I lost. We track. were uh, so he's got done talking <laughs> to the town, and now he realizes he's gonna. He goes to the town psychic to find out if she knows what happened to his bike. Right. Well, he confront Francis first. Did he confront Francis? Well, yeah. He, yeah. Did he? He goes. Yeah. He he goes. He he tricks his way. Oh yeah. He goes to his house. house. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah, and and who yeah. was yeah. The, okay who um I, I got him confused with um the 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 um gold finger yeah, movie yeah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah he, he kind of yeah. looks like that guy too yeah yeah i think mr ito was that his wrestling name 
Let me look him up. I think I have it on. Oh, no, well, you do that. All right. So while Joe does go to IMDb, we, uh, yeah, you're Tanaka. right. Tanaka. He goes. Professor Tanaka. Oh, you're right. Okay. So yeah, mm. he uh, he goes to confront Almost drowns Francis him in the, that and... swimming pool of a tub that Francis yeah. has. Yeah, Pee-wee's uh, an animal, man. He just goes and dives into that pool. It starts like wrestling the guy in the water. Until, that, yeah, that Francis's <laughs> father basically comes and saves his ass. Um, and Pee Wee goes on his way. Yeah. And and what I love, there's a scene going into um goes to visit a psychic, but he's walking the streets at night, right? And they do this thing mm-hmm. where he's like <laughs> the... in an alleyway, and and, and you know you see his mm-hmm. shadow, and his shadow is like this big ominous thing against a brick wall, and and it's it's just, it was just genius. Right. It was like uh like like I uh had mentioned earlier in the podcast in this episode where they took a lot of visual cues from older films, from classic Hollywood films, from Hitchcock, older detective and noir films. And this was one of those scenes where, mm-hmm. where you know, well, anyway, you have to see it for yourself. But uh, he visits <laughs> a psychic who's obviously full of shit. And she tells him that his bike yeah. is mm-hmm. in uh, the Alamo in Texas. Yeah, it's San Antonio first and then in the basement of the Alamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, Mickey picks him up on the now, road. Now, Mickey yeah. is a, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess he's like, he looks Latino. <laughs> he could be. Uh, I think he looks Italian to me. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with Italian. This guy, I mean, again, the actor who plays this guy, he was intense, man, because you're, you're like, there was an underlying kind of feel of, you, you sympathize with this character, right? Especially what you hear when you hear what he went to jail for, what he's escaping <laughs> from. <laughs> so Pee-wee's like, like, what did you do? Like, like, why are you in in jail or were in jail? And he's like, he basically cut off the, the ticket to the to his mattress where it says yeah, to the... not remove this under any circumstances. And yeah, wow. So that's what he got busted for. But um, you always got the sense that there was a deeper story. Cause, cause th- this guy was weird, man. This guy was... Yeah, he seemed like a serial killer. Yeah, like, like, like there was some extra going on with this character, man. And I wish they would have fucking dove into that more. But hey, it is Pee-wee's yeah. big adventure, not Mickey's big adventure. But Pee-wee covers for him, right? Yes. They go to like a, uh, a checkpoint, mm. like cops are like pulling cars over to look for escaped convicts. And Pee-wee dresses up like a woman, plans his, his, his wife. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the cop seems super into Pee-wee also. I oh. think the, the cop, yeah, he wanted to go, oh, come out, let, let me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, turn around. Let let me get a look at you. What's going on, officer? We're looking for an escaped convict, ma'am. We heard all about it on the radio. Right, honey? (laughs) Have you seen this man? (gasps) Bless him. Better heads on boils. (laughs) No, I'm sure I'd remember the face. Honey? No. Would you mind stepping out of the car, ma'am? No, not at all, officer. Some sort of problem? No problem at all. I just wanted to take a quick look at that cute little outfit you have on. (laughs) 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 Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they manage. This works. The ruse works, and they get past the checkpoint. And uh, there's this great scene with a... Mickey's asleep in the car and he has Pee Wee driving for a bit. And it's the middle After of the night. After they have sex, mm-hmm. he falls asleep. Yeah, yeah and then Pee Wee well, drives. 
you're filling in the blanks there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just really in. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I assume the same thing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's this great scene where uh, Pee Wee basically flies the car off a cliff and they're falling. And this must be the mm -hmm. biggest cliff on earth because they're falling for like what seemed like 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> and and Pee uh, Wee mm. opens up. It's a it's a convertible and he opens up the 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 canopy to the car and it slows their descent like a parachute. And it's it's all these mm -hmm. I mean, even just saying it, it sounds silly as hell, but it's funny. It works for the film. It works for the character. You know, um, you expect this kind of stuff from the world of Pee Wee Herman. Well, he gets he they they leave him. The, then the guy's like, no, you can't be with oh, me. He it's gets not mad. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so basically he tells him like, you know, sorry, I'm at, I'm at to leave you out here in the middle of nowhere. And it was the, the middle of nowhere. He, it was like the middle of the desert. Does he care about yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. He uh, nah, he hit it and quit it. He's like, he hey, cares, no. He, he cares like, about him. And he said the same thing like he said to uh, TV said to uh, um, to daddy. You know, I'm a yeah, you're right. He pulls the same yeah, last yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Ooh, TV yeah. goes, they show <laughs> Yeah. And then he walked. He walked to a diner after that. He walked to her like. Well, no. First, he's in the complete dark, and uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, there's nothing out here." This or that. And all of a sudden, uh, he puts on. How how does it get light for a second? You see all the animals around him. Did he? Uh, he had something in oh, his the, pocket because he has the, a million things and gadgets. Yeah, in that his lights pocket. up everything. And there's like bears around him, mountain lions, uh, all these uh, mm -hmm. raccoons. There's a live uh, lion or a live puma. There was a live raccoon and a live vulture, and the rest were all stuffed around him. So, uh, so yeah, I'm not I, mistaken. I was, so, mm -hmm. it, it was so weird how they use some real animals, yeah. and then the bear is like this big stuffed bear. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, uh, so obviously not alive. <laughs> yeah, I literally paused it so I could look to see all the different animals that they had in that scene because it lasts <laughs> just like you know two seconds. Did you write yeah, I did. I, I, there was bears, mountain lions, uh, wolves, raccoons, <laughs> a live vulture, a live lion. Yeah, jeez, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it looks like there was a dingo in there too. Yeah, it was great. Well, this leads into this, the large yes. Marcy. He's, yes, he's he hitchhiking again. And and this large bar. Very she looks like coked up as all get out, man. Yeah. Large Marcy. She looks like she just came from a bender. But she's telling Pee Wee Herman this story, you know, about what happened 10 years ago and somebody who died on the road. It was the most grisly whatever mm -hmm. accident she saw. And uh, that's when we see Marge, Large's face. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I don't have to. Any For anyone who's seen this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some night, huh? On this very night, 10 years ago, along this same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck dropped off the Empire State Building. And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this. <laughs> And he pulls, she she drops him off at a diner and she makes sure to tell him, tell them Large Marge sent you. Yeah. And he steps into this mm -hmm. diner 
And he says it, large Mars sent me, and he puts the, the dinosaur full stop. Everyone looks at him, you know, mm-hmm. with wide eyes, and you see a memorial or a shrine to large Marge. And yeah. Been goes. dead for 10 years or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was her yeah, anniversary. Exactly. So so this yeah. is where Pee Wee meets the waitress, Simone. Simone, yeah. Who mm-hmm. when I was a kid, right? I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe AP knows where I'm going with this already because he's laughing. Of uh, yeah, you swore that if 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 Pee Wee was gonna get busy at any moment during this movie, oh yeah, it was she was into it for sure. I, I yeah. mean, she was like, come mm-hmm. watch the sunrise or whatever it is from the head of this dinosaur that's outside. And you mm-hmm. swore something was gonna happen, and she seemed to be very much into Pee Wee. Um, but I guess mm-hmm. she was just lonely. She did have a boyfriend, didn't she? Yes. Um, I, what was the boyfriend's name? Andy. Mm-hmm. Andy, yes. Andy the giant. Yeah, he was a giant too. So so Andy was listening to the conversation, but the conversation had yes. the insinuation with yeah. yeah. Well, she tells him, uh, you know, they, they get into a big <laughs> conversation and he asks, you know, do you have any dreams? And uh, you know, she says she dreams of going to France. Uh that's her dream is to move mm-hmm. to Paris. And that's probably why you moved to Paris, Joe. I think it was because of this movie. <laughs> but uh yeah, so <laughs> Totally. She tells him, you know, she he Pee Wee has no money, can't can't pay his bill, lost his wallet, so he has to wash dishes. Which yeah. I don't know, there's a big stack of dirty dishes. I don't think he washed crap, but she said you washed enough, you paid for your whatever he ate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh, that, but then she's like, "Can you watch the sunrise with me?" Which is just what you're saying, like, "Oh yeah, that's cute for she wants to sleep with Pee Wee." Mm-hmm. Like, "Hey, you want to come watch the sunrise mm-hmm. with me?" And he yeah. doesn't know that he no. has no idea. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> he yeah. said, that "Oh, he knows. He's just not interested." Yeah. You know, he he just he just slept with that that drifter that that convict. He's he's not he's he's good. He doesn't he doesn't need he doesn't need any right now. He got some extra for Mickey. He's all right. Bro. Yeah, yeah. What, what does he need this for? Yeah, but but he inspires Sorry, this woman to uh, follow her dream of going to Paris because he she does yes, meet up right. with him later. They they run into each other. At the bus yeah, station, well, but we're getting ahead of ourselves again. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she tells him that her boyfriend, you know, would never do it. Does it thinks the dream's stupid? This and that. And Pee Wee t- tells her like, "No, you got to follow your dream. You're going to regret it. You got to do this." Uh, you just, I, I'm sure there's other inspirational stuff, but I don't remember. But the whole time, yeah, Joe, like Joe was saying, the boyfriend's outside of this dinosaur, which they're talking inside the dinosaur's mouth. Hears it all and then starts chasing Pee Wee, mm-hmm. you know, trying to. Did he have a bat in his hand? I think he has a bat in his hand, right? A, or is that a, later in the movie? A dinosaur. It's our bone. Okay. Dinosaur bone. Yeah, he ch- ripped it chasing off. Chasing him with a bone for this dinosaur attraction. He just rips it off. I wonder if, if there is a real hotel that made out of dinosaur. Well, attraction. well, that's a real attraction. Kind of, that was that's yeah. been there for years. But in the California. inside though is uh, can oh. you cr- climb inside of it I or is don't that know a t- if you could. that may be a Tim Burton adventure? That part of it, and I I don't I don't know about the rest of it, but I, I think maybe the going inside part seems like it wouldn't really work, especially mm. in the desert. I think yeah. you would die. Mm. That's the last thing I want to do is get mm. a dinosaur's head in the desert. Yeah. Crop a yeah. dinosaur's ass. No. Whatever. I don't know what California is for fun. <laughs> um anywho, yeah. So this leads uh Andy's chasing uh Pee Wee Herman with a big dinosaur bone about to crack his head. Pee Wee mm-hmm. escapes by running into a, a train, a running train. A jump train. jump onto a train, yes. And so Pee Wee yeah, yeah, really fast. Paul Rubens was, that yeah, was him. He, was he got some spews limber. That that the other guy looked like he was gonna die chasing him. I oh, thought yeah. that 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 big guy looked like he's gonna have a heart attack. 
Yeah, How tall he looked, was he? Yeah, he looked he's like six seven, six eight, something he's like that. Huge. He's he's big. Yeah. But um, so yeah, Pee Wee's in this freight train. That's where he meets this uh, hobo on the train, <laughs> which leads another, to one of my uh, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, they're they're singing on the train, having a jolly good uh-huh. time. But there's one song after the other, and you see Pee Wee uh-huh. Herman's disposition and his oh, face oh, changes. It, the, the table's turned on Pee Wee. Yes. Pee Wee's annoying exactly. everyone else, boring them, and this time he's bored by the hell. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it just took one sour note when <laughs> when they were singing Jimmy Crack Corn. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Pee Wee could not. He just jumped straight <laughs> he up, jumped, jumped off, a off train. the train. Like, like. <laughs> and coincidentally enough, it happened to me where in Texas at yeah, the Alamo. Yeah, the Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. Good timing yes. on Pee Wee's part. But uh, yeah, he's in the Alamo, and he—he's he, of course he wants to get to the basement of the Alamo because that's where he thinks his bike is. Yeah. and so but <laughs> he, he gets has, on a tour. So this is, yeah, he has to go through the tour. Which who was the tour guide? Not, not Jan Hooks. That was Jan Hooks, wasn't it? Yes, yes Jan Hooks. Yeah, which uh, in the trivia for this, she made up that entire dialogue for uh, all her characters' dialogue. About the tour, she did it herself. She Are you serious? She was brilliant. Yeah, it was all improv. So she yeah. the yeah, bullshit, she did history. The bullshit history. Of it. But yeah, it also he's annoyed here too. You know, he want he you know he's so he wants to see the well, basement. He, yeah. he doesn't want to hear all the history. All the the Texans around mm-hmm. him are super into it, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just like bored by, out of his mind. It, it's great. And uh, and to the point where he asks about yeah the yeah basement. after he goes through the whole tour, he asks about the basement. And then they all laugh at him. Yes. There's no basement in the Alamo, and he runs off upset. So was this when he he tried to get to uh, get back on the bus? Well, he to calls Dottie after this. Yeah. Yes, he calls right. Dottie to send him to <laughs> to still. Well, you know, they had sort of a falling out. He was a he was quite the dick to to the yeah. people in his town at that meeting, Dottie included, and uh, he calls her asking her for help is she still willing to help him but but i think he asked her he tried to he tried to pretend that he was trying to ask yeah her i know we, yeah well, he, he's he, he's gonna he's gonna go on a date with her if she uh wires him the money basically yeah and yeah he's not interested in it <laughs> not at all no yeah and that's when he runs into simone at the bus station though yeah yeah simone, simone again yes. to paris and she's happy um and that's the last we see of simone until the ending actually yeah but anyway so he, so makes he gets chased back. again by Andy as well at the bus stop, right? Oh, yeah. Andy was there yeah. too again. Yeah. And he almost gets killed by Andy yet again. So he never got his take, his bus ticket because and, um, Andy was in what's like mm-hmm. in front of the line and he, he ran away. And, uh, and this is where he ends up at the biker bar, right? Doesn't he... he end up at the bar and he uh, knocks he... over all the, well, he goes into the bar first, right? Because he wants to use the phone. Yes. I mm-hmm. think he's going to try to call again mm-hmm. for Dottie or somebody else and goes into the biker bar mm-hmm. and uh, he tells all the bikers to uh, basically to keep it down. He does a <laughs> shh to all, all the bikers. I'm sorry, operator, I can't hear you. I'm trying to use the uh-huh. And, 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 and you know what kills me about this scene because obviously this is the most famous scene in the movie mm-hmm. you know uh you know he gets thrown out the bar um and he makes a face at them or whatever and he knocks down all their bikes by mistake they pull him back in about to kill him mm-hmm. why in god's name <laughs> to me and i know i shouldn't be trying to make sense of anything in this film <laughs> much less this scene but i for, for, even as a kid i would watch it i was like 
why him dancing to tequila? Why did they warm up to him? That I I, I never got that. I was like, I was like, it wasn't like a good dance. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Was like, like it would it would be annoying if I if I was one of those bikes, I'd be extra annoyed and like you know maybe stab him a couple more times. Yeah, over this. he would have gotten halfway through that song if it was. But well, I think he he um when he said break dance, that's he got the all the um. The bikers to be like into it. Remember, he started breaking stuff. Yeah, he started breaking yeah. bottles, breaking. He go, he go. The scene this. I appreciated <laughs> during that scene within a scene is right before he started dancing, yeah. and he, and he and he goes to like a, a server or the bus boy, and he asks him for uh, the shoes, and, <laughs> and, and then the they show. Then also, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's like yeah. a tall bus boy, and he asks, him, "Can I use your <laughs> shoes?" And you see him pull off his shoes, and he's like two, two feet small. <laughs> <He got short. laughs> hilarious. It, yeah, it, it's yeah. it's that kind of just nonsensical stupid humor and that's why this works it's just like you can't think too hard mm-hmm. about it of course i'm going to try but uh, no you shouldn't you just take it for what it is and it's it's one of the most memorable mm-hmm. scenes in the movie for a reason it's it's damn oh. funny the way he danced is that thing it was yeah. funny it was da- it was it, almost as good as joe's ap's as dance yes. uh if you if you've seen our, our our social media joe joe does the peewee dance as well <laughs> or good reason or to follow us on social media please check them out check out my dance but then i think right after this is probably the scene i laughed the hardest in the movie for because i i think i did forget the scene he they give him a motorcycle they oh give him a vest to wear yes. they give him a motorcycle <laughs> and you know he looks all cool he's revving it up and then he starts yeah. it and starts like weaving around it and they runs right for a sign <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they send him off but you know on a bike so he could go find his bike and then like you know it's very gangster yeah, he looks very, so cool you know. but then he has no control and slams right into <laughs> like, like he should know how to ride a motorcycle that's it's funny yeah, yeah it is a normal movie yeah the character would automatically know how to ride a motorcycle but no they uh they, they added that yeah i like that i like that scene too that was one yeah, of my we'll favorite play. scenes we'll play um and this leads to him to going he has to go to the hospital so i mean he's yeah. in the hospital they take him mm-hmm. to the hospital he's in bed and he's watching a news thing and mm-hmm. lo and behold he sees a some kind of <laughs> the child actor who yeah. that was another funny scene coming up but um he sees the child actor who's <laughs> yes. being given his bike, which yep. is going to be used as a gift to charity or or some something to that yeah, effect. Okay, so he gets happy. all happy. He's actually yeah. found his bike. Uh, he he ditches the hospital. Yeah. He makes his way to uh, Warner Studios, and yes. uh, a mm-hmm. lot of madness ensues from there. Um, yeah, find... shot in the real Warner Brothers studios. Yeah, that really tell. was a Warner Brothers studios. Now, now when he gets there, and the scene where he asks some some actors <laughs> where this child actor yeah. is is yeah. Uh, filming, and so you he stops the guy in the gladiator uniform, yeah, uh-huh. and he has the, yeah, the voice. voice. <laughs> so that guy, I forgot his name, but he was a a comedian himself. He was a comedian yeah. and a and a magician. And I believe isn't that the guy that played the the wizard on Pee Wee's TV series, the children's probably series? the Mecca yeah. Lecca High guy, Mecca Lecca High, Mecca. Uh, yeah, I don't remember Ho. that character, but okay. that was yeah. him. Yes, I know, I remember. This is the useless information I found. Uh, memory banks. Mecca Lecca High. Yes, thank you. I'm not alone in this. That was him. I think that was him. Well, before that, uh, he sneaks and he calls Milton Burl to get into the studio. Oh my God! Yes, Milton Burl's uh, entourage. One of the many cameos, like laughing at his jokes. Yeah. 
That was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he makes his way to the the film set where this actor, this child actor, mm-hmm. is a. Uh, filming a scene and it's one of the funniest scenes in the movie because this child actor is such an asshole played and brilliantly kid by by <laughs> was in, yeah yeah well the kid from the wonder years yeah he was also in back to school i think he plays he played the yeah, same he characters the he, he was always like the, the the dick <laughs> brother yeah, he got the yeah. dick face he was in um uh, what's the one the christmas story yeah he's in that as well yeah yeah he's he's he was at that he was that was his day his day and age uh in the 80s oh, playing a dick played was... a young rodney dangerfield yeah. in back to, back to school oh yeah. yes yeah. that was him too yeah sure yeah, yeah. That, that kid plays you know he knew how to play yeah. the dick well i know i know yeah. him from yeah. the wonder years yeah. Yeah. so uh Wee gets his hands on his bike he dresses a nun to get into the scene yeah Yeah, to get into the movie scene after the kid like dresses down some actress and (laughs) yells at the director yeah acts like an ass that was my funny to a wild chase scene through different uh movie sets Uh, this is where we meet twisted sister Mm -hmm. as well and do a twisted sister video as well yes you're gonna burn in hell Mm -hmm. yeah i love that scene until he gets caught he doesn't well he escapes so he jumps over the yeah, he jumps over the wall and gets out, but then stumbles upon a, a pet store that's on fire. Oh, oh, how could I forget? Yeah, he escaped, but he, uh, he yes. you know, he, they, he gets chased everywhere, gets out, <laughs> but yeah, he, he finds a pet store on fire. Yes, and he, <laughs> I like the scene that right, that he, he go and rescue all the animal, and then every time he walked, the he snakes. ran past the, the snake. <laughs> yes, the snakes was the light. He saved us because he kept <laughs> passing snakes. by the snake. He's like, uh, I don't know about these know. snakes. Yeah, and he, he rescues. Yeah, he rescues every animal <laughs> until he has to rescue the snakes. And yeah. actually, uh, a little bit of trivia: um, those were real snakes. Yeah. Um, Tim Burton insisted oh. that he do the scene with real snakes because he wanted Pee Wee Herman to be scared. Yeah, and Pee Wee he was scared of snakes. Yeah. So yeah, it fit. And it, it was the perfect scene because because yeah. that 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 scene had me dying with laughter. When yeah. He, he has a chimp. Things. He lets a chimp out. Mm-hmm. The chimp helps release all the animals as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a chimp. I don't know what kind mm-hmm. of pet store yeah. has a chimp in it. It has pigeons and things like that in it. But you know, Again, you know this pet store has that. California. You, you know, that chimp was the same chimp, but that might that Jackson. Was that Bubbles? That is not Bubbles. No way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It'd be cool it's if bullshit. it was. I'm just bullshit. If it was a real <clears> chimp, <throat> it would have ripped his face off like, uh, like yeah. most chimps do to humans. Yes. Why no, chimps are horrible. Chimps, chimps are, <laughs> yo, chimps are some nasty mofos. They're very yeah. dangerous animals, man. They're no joke. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so, that's a bit of a yeah. Science. But yeah, he he yeah. Uh, he saves the animals, and then he passes out the snakes, and the cops show up. The firemen <clears throat> and the cops show <clears throat> up, and the firemen saying, "Oh, he's a hero," and the cops like, "No, he's he's wanted." And so, what well, he wakes <clears throat> up and he's in he's back in Warner Brothers Studios, right in the <clears throat> head of the studio's office. Yeah. And they yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, so was this bottom line this movie was inspired to be another movie called B- Pee Wee yeah so they, he tells them <laughs> his whole story and basically they're like we want to make a movie about that so yeah very meta it's a uh-huh. warner brothers movie and then in the movie uh they want to warner brothers wants to make a movie about this movie so yeah i, I like the character that they picked for him though the oh um, yeah to be to be yeah, was uh what james brolin uh you know once again a throwback to goonies morgan fairchild yeah, plays uh um dotty she was my favorite uh, no, so i think dotty's way hotter than she is i do too she, i agree she, Yo, yeah she was see, really? at that time yeah in the 80s morgan fairchild was it but when i look at her now i'm like oh no dotty's way hotter 
<laughs> she does kind of look like um daddy does kind of look like um uh, what's her name? Uh, Latin Shakira. Shakira. Well, now she does. Uh, now Shakira. <laughs> well, after all that yeah, work Shakira. and whatever yes. she's yeah. done to her face, she kind of does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was but yeah, yeah. James Brolin's playing him. But once again, Pee Wee has great chemistry with that studio boss. I, I think that maybe he dated that guy after this. I, the studio <laughs> boss and him had some kind of chemistry. <laughs> yeah. So then. I, oh, I don't know. Scott. I'm just, I'm well, just saying. Well, the, you know? well, in the last scene at the theater when they're watching the movie premiere, right, and it's at a drive-in, and it's a real drive-in mm-hmm. the, theater in yep. California. So he's Pee Wee's buying candy and stuff for everybody who was in the movie. They're all at this premiere, and the first person that he gives candy to is the studio exec, and the studio exec called him babe remember yeah uh, yeah oh, oh i know i'm telling <laughs> you call him babe so was, and, yeah, and once again and, and he goes through all you know he, he revisits all the people he's seen a lot of the people he's seen mm-hmm. along the way they're there at the premiere and uh gets to dotty no chemistry with dotty at all it's uh. just once again there's <laughs> the friend zone with dot with dotty yeah so he rejoined with that. He watched watch it, but the there was no he chemistry did, there. But... He he was he was looking at the studio exec mm-hmm. or uh, uh what what was the content <laughs> name again? Nikki. Yeah, he was he was looking longingly at them across the across the drive-in. In, in yeah, a, a prison I'm bus. I'm sure he was in that bus soon. Soon after. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think it's just your childhood. Uh, um, what do you call it? Um, oh, jealousy. Yeah, I, I'm sure. You you wish that Pee Wee. Is no. really gay and yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't have to wish about the peewee part, but uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the dotty part for sure. <laughs> but it's, uh, I think, I think we maybe glossed over something about <laughs> before that, but yeah, they make a movie about his life and they have these, uh, uh, you know, James Brolin playing him and he's like a secret agent, he's almost like James Bond mm-hmm. and. And Pee Wee is in the movie, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that's why the funny scene. He plays like a a, a bellhop or a, yeah. someone in a hotel, yes. and he's like the first time they come up to him. Uh, James Brolin's saying his line, and, and Pee Wee's moving his mouth like he's, uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> saying James Brolin's lines at the same time. Aging Mister Herman, Mister Herman, you have a telephone call at the front desk. Okay, Joe. So uh, why don't you tell us yes. uh, what, you're, what you think of this movie? This movie, well, I already hear your you and June already concluded. Oh, you don't this know. Movie you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie, it's it's like you know you have to prepare to be like to be entertained. You cannot be serious about about the movie because it's not meant to be a serious movie. But if you take that you know equation out of the way, you would super enjoy this movie. This movie has all the memorable moment phrase. Uh, lines that you know that you still use like Scott said before I mean it's the movie of your truly a movie of your childhood you know well at least uh, at that time I think it was so the movie for me it was it was great it was funny um, you know every every moment was laughable um, you know so I give it a it was good <laughs> thanks Joe <laughs> okay. hi right, June go, go ahead follow that June Top I, I don't know. <laughs> top, 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 I don't think I top can. Top that, June. Um, well, I mean, it's it's. I've made it obviously very clear that I, how much I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it when I was a, a kid. Well, actually, no. Um, Scott said something to the effect of, and this during the first half of this episode, that at the time we were teenagers, and like I said, I was probably like around sixteen ish, maybe going on seventeen ish. 
So at that age, yeah, this was like the last thing I wanted to be to be caught watching, right? Um, at that age, you're trying to grow up and be looked at as an adult, whatever that means. And of course, that's before we know better and we know the horrors that await us when we actually become adults <laughs> makes us want to stay <laughs> in that uh, teenage or that childlike state, right? And And I think that's the genius of this movie is that it reminds us of the innocence of childhood and how simple things were back then. Um, this this movie reminds me of The Goonies in a lot of ways in that it kind of made you feel nostalgic for those moments when you were a kid and life was simpler and every moment, every day was like a new adventure, right? It's what you made of it and what, mm-hmm. you know... Um, it's just a fun movie. It, it's, 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 it's very simple in formula. It doesn't demand much of the viewer. It doesn't ask you to look for any reasoning, any logic. It just is what it is. It's Pee Wee Herman's world. From start to finish, you're in Pee Pee Wee Herman's mindset, and it works. It works brilliantly. Uh, Paul Rubens created a character that resonated for a reason. And still resonates to this day, obviously, or we wouldn't be talking about this movie. Um, and Tim Burton. I mean, let's just go back to Tim Burton. I mean, you know, like many filmmakers of that time, it's easy to take them for granted, you know. Um, and you go back to their to where they began, and you can see how much how far they've come. And Tim Burton is one of those storytellers. He's one of those filmmakers. Yeah, like like Scott said, I agree. I mean, I, he kind of had his heyday. He hasn't had like the big hits like he used to. But shit, this movie's a great reminder of where he came from and when he was running on all cylinders. And again, this movie, I, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm going to assume it had probably a small budget, even for back then. Um, I doubt that the studio had a lot of mm. faith in this movie to promote it in any big way. Uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens was not a big star at the time. He had made some headway in the in the world of comedy. He had a lot of cameos in movies, but he wasn't a big name until this movie. So um, that the movie studios took a chance on this and, and it was a gamble that they won. Um, you know, it speaks a lot to the um, talents of both uh, Tim Burton and Paul Rubens. Um, that being said, I mean, how good was this movie to me? It was a very good movie. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm very close to saying a damn good movie, but no, it was a very good movie. It it was fun. It's still fun. Still gave me a good time. My wife and I were chuckling like two idiots on the sofa. It brought us back to those, to those moments when we first saw this movie. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, it's a good movie. I liked it. Uh, so it was it was made for six million and it grossed uh forty one million. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah, yeah it did it did well. So for me, um, yeah, I think I was going into this movie. I in the first half I, I said I, I didn't remember liking this movie. I remember thinking it was a little too childish for me. And I was I was pretty negative on it, I think, going into <laughs> it. Um and then I watched it. Um you know, 
it's it is definitely a Tim Burton movie. You know, it's uh, oh, yeah. it's it's his it it Tim oh. Tim Burton movies to me are timeless. You know, especially that day and age. You know, they all seem in in a weird. Uh, almost like a fantasy, you know, they're, they're almost a uh, ideal world. Uh, a lot of, you know, I think of Edward Scissorhands and I think of, uh, you know, Ed Wood and things like that. And it's just, you know, he, he plays in a different palette and his movies don't ever seem to, to age. You watch, I watched this movie now and it, it looked great. It looked, it looked fresh. It looked original. Um, and then mm-hmm. I, I think under a lot of directors, this movie might not work because I think they wouldn't, they would either go to Kitty or they would uh, try to make it more edgy. They would probably lose some of the innocence of Pee Wee in it. And I think he he sets the right tone of this movie. You know, he really, he gets it all in there. He does have a, a few little dark parts. He has uh, some adult uh, humor in there as well. And um, it, it just, it turns out, it works. It works great. You know, he, whatever, whatever steps they took and, you know, for, for, Phil Hartman and Pee Wee Herman to write this movie and never have written anything before is amazing. And to come across, it's not a, not really a complicated plot here, but you know, the, the laughs are good. The performances are good. This is a really good movie. I'm really glad you picked this movie, June, because I, I probably would have never watched it again. And I would have always assumed I hated this movie and I really enjoyed watching it. I really enjoyed, I, I was regretful that I rented it instead of buying it. I saw so like, after I watched it, I'm like, I should have bought it instead of rent it. So uh, yeah. How good was it? I think it was really good. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Let that be a lesson to you, Scott. I know. I, I learned my lesson. I, I, I really thought I was not going to like this kidding, film. Man. No, I'm serious. I really thought I was not going to like this film. And I was very pleasantly surprised. I was just laughing the whole time watching it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I if, you, if you go back and listen to the first episode, I predict that. You I did. You that I was going to enjoy it. Yeah. I predict yeah. that you're going to like on, it. On a yes. scale of, um, is it better than uh, Over the Top? <laughs> It, it is definitely oh, better gee. than over the top. <clears throat> no, no, you, you can't compare, Scott. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah. This one is material. good, and that one's bad. <laughs> I can compare. <laughs> I think Pee Wee would be a better father than Sylvester Stallone. Anybody? He, he would be. I mean, he'd anybody. be way. That kid would be be way better off with Pee Wee. Darth than, Vader, than Anakin Skywalker was a better father. Than <laughs> Come on. Oh, I love you still. Love You'll always be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for How Good Was It Dream Team? So, All right. So yes. what, what Joe was hinting to earlier, we uh, I think if you've listened to a few of our episodes, we try to play games from time to time and uh, came up with a game <laughs> to give I'm, these guys I'm the warming last up for second. this game. And I'm doing my calisthenics. Up, doing, doing his exercises. And we decided we're going to draft uh TV characters, as in, as in child TV characters, as in, uh, how else would you describe this, June? What, what would you think this? Would we say this is? Well, I shouldn't have to explain. Child entertainer. Okay, I, I'm gonna say uh, child but, entertainers. Yes, we're gonna yes. do our starting five child entertainers. That I, i.e., Mister Rogers, uh, that kind of thing. And we're each gonna draft, mm-hmm. and we can't take each other's picks. So if uh, Joe or June pick something, I can't take him. And then whoever has the best starting mm-hmm. five, you know, that's what we're going for. So just to be just to be clear, one Uh-oh. second. Um, the child character, you say it, it's a character that 
when you were a child, you liked this. Yeah, no, you could do right? one nowadays too. You could be any anyone, but it, yeah, one that you like, Joe. It, it you you could say no, it's SpongeBob. We're not going to do cartoon characters, so no cartoon characters. Right. Let's, yeah, let's we, try. We can yeah, do let's puppets try to and people are in play, but that is it. And and again, okay. for the sake of being clear, so, uh, my clarity at least, because mm -hmm. I always fail to mm -hmm. understand anything. <laughs> I don't um, think I explained it well either. No, no, you probably did. It's just you know I can tend to be moronic like this. Uh, um, we're basically casting our dream children. Our show. dream team, yeah. It doesn't. It, what matters to you? It doesn't. You know, we'll, we'll let the fans decide who has the best one. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Who who you think would make an interesting? Okay. Uh, so who's going uh, first? Oh, so yeah. Last time we did this game, we let Joe go first. We said youngest to oldest. Today we're gonna go oldest to youngest, June. Oh. So you are first. But remember, last time we have a snake draft, so Joe will get to pick twice. You know, it's gonna go June, me, Joe, Joe, me, June. All right. So the, until we get oh, until we each have five, five people. The old geezer goes first. Okay. All right, and the old geezer is up. Okay. We're not casting Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We're casting just you can you can cast Pee Wee if you want Pee Wee in there. You can have him. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust Pee Wee Herman. To, <laughs> I wouldn't trust him with my children. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'm gonna go. Let's start off with. I'm gonna start off with Big Bird from Sesame Street. Ooh, Big Bird. Oh, oh looks like Joe, Joe really wanted him. Uh, my yellow, man. yellow man. All right, Joe. Uh, oh, no, I'm up. Sorry. Yeah, Joe's last. All right. So Mr. Rogers is still on the board. I don't, I don't, I never liked Mr. Rogers as a kid. I, I didn't really <laughs> care for him. Uh, let's see. So I think I'm going to go. So since it's my dream team. I could go Bill Cosby, but I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> but you know what? Joe looks like he wanted Bill Cosby, <laughs> his idol, his hero. Oh, uh, but no, I, I'm going to take Bill Cosby off the board. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go with Ronald McDonald. Probably, probably, oh. I, I liked him a lot. Um, I like his food choices. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to take Ronald. I, Ronald meant a lot to me as a kid, which, yeah, defined oh, wow. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, my favorite character as a good dad oh. role model, the father of growing oh, pain. What is, but do you uh, have his name? Um, Pat Sajak. No, no, I'm sorry. Pat, uh, what's his name? Is Re uh, Reginald something? I, I was, is his real name. Um, his his what was. He had, oh, wait, you say a, growing pain? Oh, growing pain. I'm thinking of uh, family growing matters. Pain. That is um, no, no, no. Uh, I I was trying so to. So his name his on the name, show was but... Seavers. I think it's Phil Seavers on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seaver, His yes. real name it's, is it's Seaver. The, the Seaver. guy. So his son did blurred lines. Yeah, that's the only um, reason. <laughs> yeah. What what is the what is his real name? He has recent. He Wait, passed but, but away. Okay, I got it. Qualify because that's a sitcom. That wasn't like a children's. I show. I in a way that's a kid show. I I I'm okay with that. I I I think you know Joe needs his father figures. So I I'm I'm good with oh, this. Man. Alan, Alan Thick. Very good. All right. Well, Joe's going to take no. Alan Thick. No, hey, but know, Joe, you get to pick again. Yeah, you again? get back to back okay. picks. Uh, <clears throat> um, Mr. T. <laughs> uh, what the hell were you watching as a kid? 
But these were not children. I like shows. it. Damn but it. it. Oh, he he had, well, he had a cartoon later on, but okay. he would do like the after school, like the PSA stuff. Like he would get on there and, and talk about, you know, don't talk to strangers and stuff like that. So I, I don't be afraid yeah, to stay in school. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was a good impression, Joe. It sounds like Mr. Thank T was you. on Zoom with us. All right. So <laughs> I'm I'm up again. All right. So, you know, back in the day, I, I watched this guy kind of religiously. I would always I think I enjoyed his show way more than um, Mr. Rogers. I'm pretty sure, Joe, you're not going to know who this is. I'm going to go Captain Kangaroo. Mm, I knew it. You know, Captain know Kangaroo, he had a cool bowl. He had a cool bowl. Cut. He had like the big uh, the big yes. sideburns. He was very 70s esque <laughs> uh, uh, guy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Captain Kangaroo. Good pick. Yeah, I know Good who he is. He had a haircut, looks like um, yeah, a woman. A bowl cut. He had a cool bowl uh, cut and he had yeah. really thick sideburns and he looked like he smoked mm-hmm. a lot of weed right before that. You know he started. did. You know yeah. he did. <laughs> All right, June, you're up. You get two picks too, June. This is. I will go. Wow. Okay. I will go with, damn it, um, the host of Reading Rainbow. Oh, that's a good oh. one. Whose name I do mm-hmm. not recall. So I might that have just is... disqualified my pick. Oh, uh, no. Come on. We know this. This is. Uh... Was it LeVar or something? LeVar Burton. Very Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's Burton, a good one. I just Jim. got it. And, in... and it fits this episode with the Burton in it as well. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Tim Burton's brother? Yeah, I think it probably is. All right. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, June. You have another one. And in keeping with the minority portion of the show mm. uh, <laughs> morgan freeman as easy reader from the electric company wow you are old joan <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so i'm up again bill cosby Damn. is still on the board all right i i think i'm a, i'm a whole i'm, I'm still <sighs> So I'm going to go old also, June. And this is one that I also I don't think Joe, Joe is going to know, but he may. I'm going to take the banana splits. Wow. Do you remember the banana? Yes. Oh, I'm I love the banana now. splits as a kid. Damn it. I'm gonna, they're psychedelic. Also, those those stuffed animals were on drugs for oh, sure. Gosh, you know, so a, I, mm. I am definitely taking the banana splits. So, yes, my, is it my turn now? So this guy taught me how to oh. count. <laughs> one uh, 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 you, you kind of two yes. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> alright so Joe, Joe takes so I like him Joe, a lot. you have another pick and I also like this afternoon uh, this is what I always have tuned in after school Alf, Alf. once again I don't think Alf's Alf. a kid one, but I, I'll, I'll let you have I'll let you have you Alf sure? as well. I'm, I'm, I, I think we'll we'll let the fans what? judge that you're you're non kid stuff, but I you also didn't spend your childhood in the America too. What, what, you, <laughs> so you I did I did also wrote wrote down Costa uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> that was just your personal hero. You're like oh, you know I like Bill Cosby. Well, I I I, I like growing up watching the Cosby. Oh no, show. he he ruined it. Also, I, no, for know. sure. He he had a lot of great stuff, but. Even the Jello yeah. commercial was good. A Cosby, yeah. he would have been, you know, um, your good, good dad for you too, Joe. But you know, he, he, mm-hmm. he had to ruin it. Yeah, was OJ also on your list, yeah, Joe? Do you have OJ? Let me, 
Yeah. The Heisman OJ? No, OJ was not, but uh, I do like him in okay. the Naked All right, so no, back, back to, you, I believe it's my pick again. Yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, I, I don't think you guys are going to pick this guy, but I, I think I'm going to take him. I'm going to go with Sigmund the Sea Monster. Do you guys remember Sigmund? Yes. Also, uh, that was... I, I, I totally... That's also to a Sid and Marty Croft. I know, I uh, slept guy. on the whole Sid and Marty Croft thing. I, I, uh, I like I like all that, that oh, psychedelic crap. Man. All right, June, you have two more to complete. I know, actually, you may only have one more. Let's see, you got one, two, three... No, two more completes yours. Complete, completes your draft. I will go. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy... No, June, not Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay. I will go with... Spider-Man from the Electric Company version. Oh, that was always my favorite Spider-Man too. Well, as a, as a kid, there was not enough comic book characters on on oh, the no. screen. You took you could never you could watch the Batman show that was cheesy. Yes, you know with uh, which I watched all the time and I loved. Yes, but yeah, occasionally Spider-Man would be on Electric Company, not every episode. No, but he would he would appear on there, and I was so freaking excited to yes. see him. And he was so cool; he didn't have to say a word. <laughs> So was that was that the um, Spider Man that had a net yes. that looked like rope? It was yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. He didn't speak. He yeah. would speak. His word balloons would pop out. Mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. I think I've seen a couple of those I uh, episodes. That very much. All oh, right, cool. you have one more June and I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Maria from Sesame Street. Ah, all right. You know, I need a Latina sister. You have a very, yeah, you have a very nice multiracial. What, what is Big Bird? Is it? Can we, can we match an ethnicity with him? I believe he's a uh, he's Yao, Yao Ming. Is they now? <laughs> oh, so. okay. Nice. All right. So I think with my last pick, there's my last pick. I do have four. Oh man. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Snuffleupagus. Always love that. I love some Snuffleupagus. You know, that big brown uh, elephant or whatever he is. That big only Bird's Big Bird imaginary song, right? fan. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, drug related for yeah. sure. I think Big Bird was like you know on shrooms or something, and he would see this. So uh, I got Snuffleupagus. Joe, you have one pick left. Mm. So I, I'm actually torn between the two. And, and this is because um, maybe this is has to do with, uh, you know, learning first, first learning about American culture mm -hmm. and cartoon or show or TV show. I, I do like um, Cookie, Cookie Monster. Monster. Oh, of course. Who doesn't like one. Cookie Monster? Yes. So because this is always associated with, cookies you know i think when when we had cookies at church they always like cookie monster or something like that hey, so listen, um he had yes. that brilliant cookie quote c is for cookie and that's good enough for me <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah you know oscar the grouch was on the table i almost took oscar the grouch but i yeah i, 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 yeah, I had that you know. too all right i think we got our teams all right let me go over the teams again for us one one last time so for june he's got spider-man maria he has uh, Big Bird, <laughs> and you have LeVar Burton, Yes, and you have Morgan Freeman. So, yeah, you oh, probably wow. have the best actors of the bunch. You know, we'll, we'll say you have the best actors. Joe, Joe has, he has Alf, <laughs> Mr. T, Alan <laughs> Thicke. Uh, you, you have uh, The Count, Count and Jack Cookie Dracula. Monster. 
Yeah, and Cookie Monster. Uh, and I have uh, Captain Kangaroo. I have Snuffleupagus. I have C- Sigmund the Sea Monster. I have the Banana Splits. I got Ronald McDonald. And I think we all have Bill Cosby on our team. You know, so <laughs> Now, I got to say, yes. Scott's team, that's a party. That's yeah. Party, oh, yeah. No, you gotta. You can get really high, and then Ronald gives you all the food you want to eat afterwards. Yes. Man, that's uh, uh. Yeah. No, it would be a blast if Bill no, Cosby was in. You would be asleep. We'd all be asleep. <laughs> We'd all be goofy. And he, he, he would drug all of our drinks, and we would all be asleep. <laughs> oh boy! Yikes! All right. Wow. All right. I think I think we got our draft. We we got to see a great movie in Pee Wee, and we all unanimously uh, enjoyed it. So it, it was a good good episode. And with that, folks, I guess we could bring this episode to a close. Again, thank you to Paul Rubens for uh, all your efforts at comedy. Very well appreciated. You will be missed. Pee Wee Herman especially will be missed. Had a great time revisiting this movie. Um, And it is something that I know I'll be enjoying for probably for as long as I'm on this earth. Anytime that movie is on TV or whatever device I have in my hands, I'll be I'll be sticking to that movie. I'll be watching it. Um, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to How Good Was It? And we'll catch you next time. Uh, say bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Good night. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.